everybody. Hey, what's going on, guys? I am Janae Strather. I'm Sean Spencer. Back. We are back. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I gotta go out and let. Hold up. All right, all right, all right. I am Janae Struthers. I am Sean Spencer. And this is Let's Talk Football. That's right. All right, man. Hey, I've been waiting a couple couple uh, days to say this. We're back. We're back. Let's go, baby. <laughs> let's, let's go. Let's go. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Sean Spencer. One half of that dynamic duo that is Let's Talk Football. And like the video said, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Yeah, buddy. You already know what it is. Hey, the season might be over. Things might not have ended the way we wanted them to. But Dallas lost too. Let's go. I'm with my guys. I am with my guys. My guys, a man straight out of the hottest place in this country. The guy from South Carolina himself. The new proud papa of another baby boy, Mr. Will Kramer. What up, Will? What's up, man? I, I changed my name to Sleepy Will because uh, oh, that's who he is. I'm, I'm, I'm running on coffee four times a day right now. <laughs> yep, yep. To get through this, but we're making it through. We're doing it. I can, let's go. Let's go. I love it. I love it. And, hey, we got our guy who is also with us. Um, I think he'll be right back. Mr. Shirtless Wonder himself, Mr. Avlo. I'll give him another introduction once yeah. he uh, gets back in the fold. Oh, my goodness. Uh, obviously, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a while since we've been with you. It's been a rough ending to the season. One point, Will, we were talking about, can we run the table with the five straight divisional games? Six and we six. We didn't do that. Six <laughs> and six. Right. So what? <laughs> you know. Oh, oh, I, you know I got to shout out my guy. I did a little I did a little, uh, little run-up earlier, but I got to do it while he's on here. My guy, Mr. Avlo! <laughs> you know I was going to say some other stuff, but I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be cordial. <laughs> Mr. Moist himself, baby! <laughs> yo, yo, hey, hey, Av, and like, hey, like we were talking about real quick, hey, the people know where we're at. Didn't make the playoffs seven to ten. And we're gonna dive into the offseason. But we all were on here at six and six saying, Can we run the table? Can we go four out of five? Can we didn't do any of that. Have we <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh God. <sighs> it was go ahead, man. Well, it's been painful. Like we, <laughs> we... I, I I don't even know what to say about that, man. It was just like, I don't think, I think they said it was like the first time a team's ever gone four losses in a row, four wins in a row, and then another four losses in a row. Like, yeah, that's yeah. the first time ever that's ever happened. God, Come on, please. man. Come on, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously it was us that did it. Well, I'll say this, you know. 
I, I always said, you know, with, with the history of Washington, all I'm asking for is, is meaningful December games. Yep. But I wasn't looking to have them turn out like this, where we got, yes. we got practice squad, newly signed quarterbacks coming in on a Friday and starting on a Tuesday. Wow. And, and oh. you know, I, I don't know who's out there at linebacker in the second Dallas game, and, but the, and they sure torched that position. Yeah. Whoever that guy was who didn't have a chance to say his name on Sunday night football, you know, wow. I mean, that was not what we had, we had planned, but so be it, I guess at this point. Hey, hey we're here. We, uh, you know, ah, what would you guys say? No, I mean, to me, I, I don't sit there and um, we, we just, we weren't good. And I don't like, I'm upset that they even like made me feel excited for a little bit and like bump all those game those meaningful December games. Well, like, I just want consistency. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, can, give yep. me that consistent ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we're consistently good, that's great. If we're consistently bad, that's bad. But honestly, I'd appreciate that more than this up and down uh, seesaw uh, roller coaster. Roller coaster of a season we've had, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, hey, hey. it it was it was absolutely that. It was absolutely that. It was up. It was down. Positive. It was negative. And then. You know, even the first Eagles loss was like, eh. but when you come into that 56 to 14 game and well, we could shut it down, we can shut it down. You don't get it. And, and look, we can we can yeah. rationalize it and, and, and set it and tell you we didn't have the players. Like you say, well, we didn't have the linebacker. We didn't have anybody on there, but your NFL players giving up 56 to the damn Cowboys. Ah, I uh, yeah, it still stings. Yeah. It still stings. But look, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and get into. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. And uh, Ab, I'm gonna come to you first because we see we see the logo in the corner, Washington Football Weekly. All of us were members of the Washington Redskins fan club, so we've been through. This is now will now be the third new name that we're going to have. The name change is scheduled to come February second of 2022 in exactly two weeks or before because they've been trying to leak it. Ab, how are you feeling about this? What's your final pick? Where you at, man? All right. So I'm going to just say, like, honestly, the way they've done this is just disappointing. Like, um, I was talking about it at the bar the other day, and um, they literally they, – they literally just – introduce this so we can stop talking about everything else that's bad about this team. And, <laughs> yep. and it's, it's a distraction ploy. And also, I don't know if you guys recall the message that was put into the, the letter sending it out to the fans was basically saying, Hey, we are going to change our name on this date. Be prepared. But just so you know, it's not going to be the Red Wolves, even though that's the name that has been, Put into this yep. team, like since they said pretty much ever since they said they were going to change the name of this team, we've all been saying we wanted one name. Yep, everybody's been saying, <laughs> and predominantly, everybody's been saying one name. And they like, just so you know, we couldn't get this uh trademark and that, and da 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 da. Guys, I'm, a, I'm here to tell you first, 
and I said it to you guys before. I said it to you guys over the chat. The new name will be Washington Red Wolves. It will be the Washington Rebels. And Let's go. they literally just put that out there to get our hopes up, our, our hopes down, and everything like that. And I, I'm, I guess, yes, I'm screaming conspiracy theory right here. <laughs> I am screaming it. I have a theory. I, am, I, 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 I have a theory, guys. I'm hugging, I'm hugging the, the, the screen right now. Let's go. If that happens, I'm driving up. To wherever you live, and I'm hugging all. (laughs) Let's go! Let's go, (laughs) guys! We are still top ten franchises in the league, even though we don't show up for games and everything like that. Let's be real; we're always at the top of the Forbes list. So, like, I can't like, and then for them to be like, "Well, we don't. We there's too many trademarks." Uh, wrong. You can buy trademarks. You can you can bribe people. You can yep. like butter somebody up at another team if they don't want you using wolves and everything like that. Like you can do that. Dan, and honestly, I think it's about time Schneider starts getting on the side of the fans. And mm. I think this is the time yeah. to do it. He messed up with Sean Taylor. He yeah. already messed that up for the whole whole like family. Yes. So Absolutely he needs right. to come back strong. And the yeah. best way to come back strong is by letting us down at first, because that's what we expect, mm-hmm. just to bring us all the way back up. Rebels, baby. Go. I like it. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Will, what you think, man? Man, uh, that would be huge. Um, and, and it's exactly what you said. Like, you know, we all know that you're not going to get a hundred percent consensus on people being happy with the name, but there has been one name that most people have said, like, I, you know, and there's still a 40% of fans who say it's the stupidest thing you've ever heard, but Mm -hmm. there's 60% of that right there that are saying like, no, no, I can do this. And I'm on board. And if, if it doesn't happen, it will still be disappointing because like you said, I wrote lazy and I kind of wrote like, this is typical Snyder yeah. being a cheap ass, is what it is. Yep. If, if they don't name it the Red Wolves, it's it's Snyder being cheap. Because yep. like you said, we are a top 10 franchise of all sports, year in and year out. He could sell the team right now for 4 to $5 billion. He can afford to pay the owner of the Timberwolves whatever his asking price is. Because yep. – that probably is going to get more people to buy buy merchandise, I would think. And I know you're splitting that with, you know, recouping, but I, I think he could. So I say that. I don't think it's going to be Red Wolves. Ooh. But I am going to say a little bit about this. I'm finally glad we're here. Mm-hmm. It's been a long process. But I'm also going to say, surprisingly, I'm okay with the with what's happened. Because I feel like they've let us down softly twice. Mm-hmm. I think they, they ended the name Redskins and they said, we're going to do Washington football until we do a, a real deep dive and figure out what we're going to do. And this kind of sounds stupid, but it's given me two years of like letting me down, like the, the logo's going away, the, you know, yep. the, 
the uniforms that I'm used to are going away because they haven't. They've made small changes, but now they're going to make the incremental leap and, and really change things. And so for the past few years, it's just kind of softened the blow for me. And then when they made the announcement, and if it does come true that Red, Red Wolves or Wolves is not going to be it, you know, they once again gave me, you know, about 30 days notice to like calm down process and like let it happen and not not be surprised and have, you know, this name didn't get picked, but this name did. I do think it's going to be Commanders. Ooh. And I would like to point out, mm. and Sean can dig it up on the, on the tapes. This Go. show, months and months and months again, months ago, when we saw the names, and maybe it was the final eight, we all said, here's what your eight are. They're picking Commanders. Mm. We all said it. We saw it, and we said this is what it's going to be. Yeah. But I'm going to say this: in the time that they've they've come out to say it's not going to be Red Bulls, I've actually come around to the name Commanders, and it, it's kind of surprised me. And I started thinking about it a little bit. It's like they've sort of mentioned what they're looking to do. They want a name that represents the area of Washington D.C., the D.M.V. And I think if Commanders was for any other team name other than the Redskins, I don't think I'd have a problem at all. I think if it was an expansion team, if you renamed the Wizards the Commanders, heck, if you renamed the Nationals the Commanders, I don't think I'd have a problem. It's just the fact that it was the Redskins because it does fit to the fact that we've got the President of the United States here. We've got Congress making rules and laws. We've got military officials being around. Um, and so I kind of feel like if it is commanders, they do fit that whole, like, this is part of, of where we live. Um, so I, I, I'm surprisingly coming around to a little bit. For me, what I'm really kind of geeking out about is I'm all about logos. Um, yes. And, and, and that was, that's what matters to me. And, and, you know, like the W that we have in the back of our podcast here, that we've had, they've had for Washington football team. I don't like it, mm. you know, and I, I never wanted that to be permanent. And there's been a leak, you know, of, you, Sean, you mentioned, you know, is will stuff come out early? It appears there was a leak in, you know, the back of the glass of, of what the helmet's going to look like with the W. And people have kind of been mocking that up. And I'll be honest with you, if that's what it is, not a big fan. Yeah. You know, there's that patch that they've created too. Um, you know, and so that, that's what I'm kind of waiting on. Not just the commanders. Um, a name, if that's what it is, but also what's the what's the W going to be? What's what's going to be next to our name? You know, as as we're playing the Cowboys and whatnot. Um, and last bit, I know I've I've really rambled on this. It is still going to be hard come this fall when uh, they say welcome, you know, ladies and gentlemen, Fox NFL Sunday. We've got the Dallas Cowboys versus the Washington Admirals. Yeah. We've got the Dallas Cowboys versus the Washington yeah. Commanders. You come know, on. hearing that is it's still going to be rough. I'm, you know, I'm yeah. not gonna lie, and call me, call me, you know, a little boy for like holding on to these feelings, but it is what it is. It's what we know. Yeah, <laughs> You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Now, first, first and foremost, let me let me say this, Ab. I absolutely hope you're right. And to your point, <laughs> I will be screaming that up and down in FedEx. I would love to have the Red Wolves. That would be what's up, and I can understand that. I, and, and and even and to Will to your point, it you're right. We're we're Redskins babies. Like I like I said before, we're all from that um, from that you know fanhood. We all loved it. We were we were for it. Understood the name change. Watching the football team that first year, 
it was it was silly, and it kind of you know everybody was a laughing stock. But then when you sweep Dallas, you know it's much of a laughing stock. I was proud of that. You know we were the football team. This year, okay, fine. But like to your point, let's. I'm just I'm ready to get it over with. Whatever it is, let's just get it and go with it. You know what I mean? And it makes me brings me back to when the bullets changed to the wizards. I mean, it wasn't this process as much, but it was get it over with. We're wizards. I don't like it or I like it, whatever, but get it over with. Let's have it. I want to be called something. And the football team, albeit I'm okay with it now, I would like a name. And then some of the leaks and some of the things that we've seen. Now, now I remember, Ab, you had said, put something up there about the black jerseys that they had and, like, the black helmets. That, ooh. I mean, I could I can dig some of that stuff. Um, I but look, two weeks away, we've had teasers here and there. I just want to know what we are. What am I going to call my team? Because at the end of the day, I'm still going to wear the stuff that I have. My Doug Williams Redskins jersey, yeah, I'm still going to rock that. My my Redskins little shirt with the logos, yeah, I'm still going to rock that. Till they tell me that I can't. Right there, you go, Will. Exactly. I got a new shirt on. New new Let's one. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's new to me. We, Right. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, does Trisha does Trisha know about that? Did you She does. No, oh, okay. okay. All right. <laughs> we gotta move on from that. We got <laughs> But look, yeah, it's about time. It's absolutely about time. You're absolutely right that Dan Snyder, he just look, you can if he wanted to do this, he, he likes having the control of dangling all this around us. We we are one of the top you know, top 10 teams, but we don't, like you said, we don't act like it. We don't play like it. You know what I mean? Consistency, these things, we need this. And Hey, if it starts with a name, something to be called, I'm with that. Let's get that done and let's move on. Okay. Cause we got plenty, plenty. We need to focus on and we, and doesn't need to be this name anymore. So that's, that's how we feel. You guys got anything else on that one? No, uh, I'll just add um, an alternate name, like uh, like just just keeping in your uh, repertoire. Uh, Red Hogs. What I do you think about that? I've I heard think, somebody, and Red Hogs. What do you think? Yeah, somebody mentioned that to me. Yeah, what do you think, Ev? I, I just like to me. I like again, uh, just uh, jump on to what Will is saying. It's lazy, man. Like it's, yeah. it's it. Like I understand. Like we're like. like we're the hogs. I understand the uh, connection and everything like that. It's just really lazy. Like it's and like to me, it's like how can you get hype about a damn hog? Like at least like Razorback isn't that like a like a like you can do some shit with that. But mm. it's like any of just hogs, red hogs. It's like just to be like, oh well, we were called the hogs back in the day, so uh we could we that's our new nickname now. Nah, man, like you guys, it's like you're not even trying. It's one, right. you're not even trying to connect with your fans, and two, you're not even trying to get us excited. So right. it's just it's I'm tired of it, man. Well, and I think with what you said is is the hogs is the past, and and truthfully, the the reality is they're trying to move forward with new fans, you know, and 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 that's not exactly that's that's keeping us like oh yeah yeah I remember those days Joe Jacoby, you know, but it's like you know the you know your kids don't know who they are, who those guys are right you know right. what I mean 
And, and there's folks who have been born since the last Super Bowl, since we last played in the Super Bowl, there are kids who have never, who have been born, who have never seen us win a playoff game, you know? Yeah. Oh. And so that's what this is about, is them, them going after those folks. You're, you're, you're 15 to 30 year old crowd right now that, that needs, that needs to see a winner. And, you know, kind of like with hogs and, and the other one is it was admirals. Well, I say hogs just doesn't, it doesn't relate to DC. There's nothing about no. DC with Hawks. And so I, I don't, I have, I have trouble seeing that. And, you know, there was that leak of admirals, you know, went right to the website and stuff. My only thing is why, like, I kind of debunked that one is you're picking one branch of the military. And I don't even think there's that huge of a Navy presence in DC. You know, that's Annapolis, and, you know. And just speaking from somebody from the, uh, the military, that's not even the best one. I appreciate y'all, but y'all know y'all not the best one. Either, so. Wow, yes. But, but that's the point. He's got yeah. a point. You're, that's not right. unifying everyone, whereas like the yeah. commanders is taking them all in. No, it's he's fully right. Yes, yes. I'm with it. I'm with I it. I will Look. say this, and, and this is, again, me being a little, you know, boy fan and stuff like this. So – about 15 years ago, University of Maryland was, was in financial crisis and cutting sports. And so they rebranded and they joined the Big Ten. I can tell you, so they dropped one logo and they rebranded so they could make money. And, and they've never gone back to like the logo you, you always like. And, and I, I'll be honest, like you still root for the team and you get mad when they, when they play bad and, and you get excited when they play well. But when you see the jerseys out there and it's not what you remember, some of your yep. glory times and stuff, it's hard as a sports yep. fan. You know, as I'll be honest with you. So, like, it, the uniforms leak that they have look pretty slick. Mm. That jersey looks like it's got some, some good-looking things, and they're kind of hyping that a little bit. And I have no doubt that the uniform is going to look nice and fresh. But it, it's, it's going to be hard to not see the stuff we're used to out there. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Look, at the end of the days, I told you how I feel. I can walk in this stadium howling. I'm good with that. But look, Mm -hmm. hey, 220. I'm sorry. Think about it, though. People be wearing, people can wear like wolves masks and everything like that walking in there. (laughs) You know, how dope is that? Right. right. I feel like we're thinking about the things that they should be thinking about. We're thinking about the fan interaction. What what would what would we be able to relate to? It just it's just the natural things like like the how like that. How is simple. A kid can do it. An old person can do it. Everybody can do it and brings us all together. Man, I'm with you guys. I, I, I want that. But commanders, I like Admiral Z. Hey, it's going to be something. Two weeks, ladies and gentlemen. It's better than football team. It is exactly. better than called football teams. Exactly. I have another one. Team what? Wolf. Look at that. Like, you could do a Team Wolf thing. Come on, man. You could do it. You could. It... Okay. I mean, I'm getting upset at Dan Snyder right now. We, we got we to gotta move on because this is ridiculous. Taking us two years to get to this. We're almost here. Ladies and gentlemen, tune in. I'm definitely, definitely, definitely going to be paying attention because I can't wait to see what we got on the docket, on the agenda. Coming up next, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you that follow Washington Football Weekly and the Washington football team, uh, you know the season didn't end the way we wanted to. We ended up 7-10, and 10, 
And as we mentioned before, we went on a four-game losing streak, went on a four-game winning streak, and then back on a four-game losing streak, culminating at the very end where we beat a team that couldn't even uh, couldn't even pay all of their players and had the audacity to talk about us. Get out of here with that. Yo, so the off-season has begun. This is the time where we can get to go back and talk about other things, the moves and things we need to make. Will, I'm going to come to you first. You know, where do we start? You know, we obviously know the glaring hole, and we'll, we'll discuss that in a little bit. But where else do we start? Um, well, you know, I, I'm not going to jump into it too much because we are about to get to it. But, I mean, I think the most important position on the field is where we have our most glaring hole um, yep. that we're going to have to have to address. Um, after that, the next thing I look at is – I look at, at, at two places. I think we need to get ourselves a middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. Um, I am all for the idea of moving Jamin Davis to the outside, along with Cole Holcomb. Um, and I, I did actually hear them say that while he's not good enough athletically, that David Mayo, when he came in and was playing quarterback of the defense, was, was improving things and helping the guys line up better. And so I think they need to figure out, and I don't have names right now. You know, I haven't had a chance to look at free, potential free agents and draft players. Um, but I think I think we need to seriously upgrade at middle linebacker. That John Bostic cannot be the guy that we trot out there, you know, week one and, and expect us to to have the improvements that are needed. And I do think they know that. Um, the next thing that the position that I want to see some improvement on. And, and I actually got into a whole big debate about to, with a friend of mine about this is I think we need another playmaker on offense at wide mm-hmm. receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say this, I'm going to, you know, we're going to have Terry McLaurin. We're going to have a healthy Curtis Samuel. And, and I certainly think that's going to make a big difference. I think it's going to make a huge difference having a healthy Curtis Samuel. And I want him to be that Swiss army knife, but I, I need one more guy. And I'm going to write in Sharpie Deami Brown on the roster next year. There we I'm go. Gonna, I'm going to pencil in Cam Sims on the roster okay. next year. Yep. Yep. But I'm not willing to rely on these guys um, next year right now. And, and I want us to have – I need another wide receiver that we can rely on. Heck, I, I – First person that came to my mind, and it's kind of, it would be someone like Jamison Crowder. You know, I'm not looking for a <laughs> big back. I'm not looking to bring in Mike Williams. Um, you know, I'm not looking to bring in Mike Michael Gallup and spend another top dollar on a receiver, knowing that we need to pay Terry. But we need somebody else that we can rely on because, and, and I, we need to give you know Deami that chance to to break in next year. But we can't go in with him as our three. Um, it's just that's that's too dicey. And then the other thing is I want a big wide receiver to compete with Cam Sims. Um, Cause how do you go from second leading receiver last year to just kind of dropping off this year? And, and I, I think it's important that we get some, you know, big body guy to move the chains, to, to be a red zone presence and, and, and help us out and, and, and push him. So those would be the two things. I want a middle linebacker and I want a, um, uh, an upgrade at wide receiver, along with the big money, the, um, the big money position, right. the big money position. Right. 
Right. And, 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 and I mean, hey, I, I agree with that. But uh, another thing that I know you have been mentioning all year long, I mean, are, are these the only moves or do we even maybe particularly look at some of our coaches? Okay, so that's a good transition. Look at you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I know my people. I know my people. Let's go. <laughs> very, very good transition. First, first, I would I'd want to say I think you need to revisit every position that we have, hmm. except for head coach and GM. I think hmm. you should revision, uh, revisit every single one. I'm talking coordinators, coaches, assistant coaches, water boys. Uh, I, everything needs <laughs> right. to be, be revisited. I, honestly, nobody's job. No, very few people's jobs are safe here. And I yeah. think, and I said it last year when we started doing this, is that a good coach, you, it's okay. Like so, it's okay to be great at something, but. If you're ever going to compete, you're always going to see, well, where can we get better at? We have a great, we had a great uh, defensive line last year. Other people are going to sit there and be like, leave it the way it is. Not a good coach, not a, not someone like me. You know what I'm saying? You need to look at every single thing and actually just be like, Hey, what can we do to make this better? What can, like, where can we add someone? Who can we add? And who would be just this much better than this person? And to me, it's just like, I think we got complacent. We really did get complacent. And we, and I think one of Ron Rivera's biggest things are, is that he still thinks quarterbacks not important. And I think, I think that's, and to me, he's just like, we just like, we have, I think he got into that, um, that mindset that we, oh, we were number two defense in the league last year. So we, all we need is a, a all right quarterback and we in the playoffs again. No, 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 you can't do that. And I, I we just need to revisit everything. We need to revisit the defensive line. We need to revisit the offensive line. We need to revisit quarter, especially the damn quarterback. I even say <laughs> we need to revisit the running back position. And honestly, Ooh. I like I I said it. I said it. Yeah. I yeah. I love my I love AG. I love what that man does. He yeah. had a thousand yard season. Congrats, bro. Mm. But one thing that I don't see out of AG is that explosiveness that home run ball like that like to me that's what makes that's like to me that's he's a class he's like just below that first class of running back because he just doesn't take off he gets tackled with these like wait, arm wait. tackles uh wait wait like Ab, Ab, tackles uh, Ab, are, you, are you talking about this kind of explosive <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know who right that there. was, but why he kept getting tackled. That's not what he's talking about. <laughs> so I don't know who's running that ball, but I don't want that. Let's go. Let's go. My guy's available. <laughs> Man, F you will. But <laughs> 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 but, 
So, uh, so Terry, um, uh, so Terry, I think it's, um, but we like we haven't done Terry the whole time Terry's been here. We haven't done that man justice at all, not mm. one bit. And yeah. to me, is that we, it's like having like the best player, but not unlocking his like true talent. And to me, right. it's just that you sitting there having Terry jump up for balls when that's not even his game. Throw the ball at that man and stride, bro. Right. Like, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, what? Exactly. And, I, and, I, and forgive me. I think I may have seen, like, maybe three plays out of three years of this man getting thrown the ball in stride. Like, it's just, yeah. it, it like, he... He he doesn't have a lot of like yak yards, like to me. And to me, it's just that you need to unlock this man's true potential. And honestly, and that's why I call this man a possession wide receivers because that's what the quarterbacks are have been able to do for him. And that's not right. okay. That's right. it's not okay, man. And Terry's not going to want to stay here for that. He really, he's really not. Real, yo, real quick, uh, Nathan saying, "What's good, y'all?" What's up, Nate? Saying he missed y'all. Said Ab got a haircut. Yeah, man, I got the, the unders, the unders done, buddy. So you pulling a Jeff Hardy? <laughs> Say, Will, what's good, sir? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I mean, I agree with you. I agree. I think we need to hit it. That that was one of my places that I wanted to jump on was was uh, wide receiver. And yes, I'll call it out. Just like another man, we're going to talk about a little later. I was the one who shouted this man out. I said he's from North Carolina. He's going to show up and he's going to show out. And he has been absent. I'm still trying to find him. He made a special teams tackle, and I thought that was his best play all season. All right. So Deami Brown's got to show up. But we look. Deami Brown and even Curtis Samuel, I'll say, we need a big number two. But we've had size. We need a big playmaker. We need somebody, because like you said, Ab, that when I, I remember, I just go back to that one play against Dallas where uh, Heineke had three guys in front of him, but he says, F it, Terry's down there, throws it to Terry, who's in double coverage. Terry jumps and almost makes an amazing catch, but sacrifices his daggone body for the fact that our quarterback wants to throw, you know, throw, leave him out to dry like that. I have a problem with that. You know what I mean? And we'll discuss, you know, cause that's the glaring hole. We'll discuss that um, at, at quarterback, but we got to, it's like, he, it's like you said, we got to help him out. He is our best player. We got to help him out. And I, I am with you on running back Gibson. We know he's been dealing with the turf toe. He gets out, he gets in, but even more than a turf toe, what, What's the one thing, the one thing that we had to do as running backs? Secure the ball. Secure the damn ball. Forgive me, mama, if you're watching. But he <laughs> needs to hold that damn ball. That is ridiculous. How many times? Let's go back to week one. We're sitting here. We have the game. We're, we're in the lead. He fumbles the ball, gives him the chance. 
How many times has he fumbled the damn ball and then we've been in the situation where it's like, damn, come on, kid. Come on, baby. Like, you can't do that. That's the number one thing. And I don't care if you were a receiver before. I don't care what other position. That's the number one thing you learned. You've got to hold the ball. And and the other plays, we we got, we got to hit depth. Like you said, I will. I mean, we at one point, we were playing with no-name linebackers. At one point, we're playing with random QBs, random player. I mean, Humphreys was one of our top guys, and not because he was good, but because we couldn't keep anybody else on the field. You know what I mean? We have to we have to address depth and we have to address playmakers. But to your point, Ab, we gotta we we, we let's let's hit it. Let, we need to make it so every and ain't nobody's job safe. Because even some of these coaches, I don't care where you've coached before or what have you, look, some it is only a certain point it's there's only a certain point we can go where it's like, all right, the players aren't getting it done. Cause then you got to go into the coaches like, all right, man, y'all see this stuff. Y'all we're watching it at home. What aren't you telling these guys? How are we seeing some of these things that you guys aren't relaying it to them? What is that not in film study? Is that not in, you know, you're not, you're not trying to yell at them. Like, I, I don't, I don't get what it is. Where's the miscue? Where's the miscommunication? And it, and it's frustrating. So we, we literally, I, I think what our problem was coming into this year, like you said, Ab, was we came in thinking, oh, snap, we got a good defense, win healthy, and we got a good enough offense, we'll be fine. Well, health was an issue, but our defense's production was an issue. You know, what did, what did Sweat and, uh, and, and Chase say at the beginning of the year? Oh, we're going to try to break the tag team sack record of 40, almost 40 sacks. How many sacks did they have combined? Not was even, it 10? Not, right. not even 10? Not even yeah. 10. Yeah. Come on. And look, I, and I'll give you a we, – obviously, we know um, uh, Chase Young got hurt, so half the year's out, and we know Sweat was hurt. But still, even when they were in the game, it was not the difference that we were expecting, the difference that they led us to believe that was going to happen. So, hey, everybody's job. Everybody's job needs to be on the hot seat because we need, except for Terry McLaurin, and and uh, and my guy Cole Holcomb, Allen. Jonathan Allen, and my guy Cole Holcomb, North Carolina. I, I got one other guy who actually can tell tell everyone to f off, and Ooh. that's our offensive line coach. He can tell everybody f Ooh. off with the job that <laughs> yeah. I did this year. Yes, the right. fourth string center, and, and you know what? I made him at times serviceable, not good, yeah. not great. But serviceable at times. Serviceable, <laughs> right? Hey, so he, uh, uh, Nathan said, who goes first, Del Rio or Turner? Oh, it's Scott Turner because he's going to be a head coach in two years. I said it. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> you, would you like to speak on that app? <laughs> the dude, oh my gosh, he calls plays. He, <laughs> He calls plays like he's playing like Tecmo Bowl, Con- like <laughs> Jesus, like it's it's so bad, like it's not you, even. You just it wait, Scotty, Scotty, too hotty when he gets no. himself a quarterback. No. You just wait. Here we go. There is no fluidity in his play calling, and it blows my mind. Like he calls plays like he's on Tourette's. And I don't understand how this man is able to get away with this and then still have a job, bro. I, I'm I'm just blown away. I think I think Turner is like honestly, I think he keeps his job, 
but I just, for the all the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah. And look, and and, and look, I, I don't want to see anybody else message me or share this daggone post that says that McVeigh and Lafleur and uh, Shanahan were all on our team. We oh, know they were know on that. our team, but then you anybody sharing that is sitting here and overlooking the fact that who we have an owner and how the whole damn organization is. And guess what? We got the group. We got the little brother of Gruden. We got the other brother Gruden. So what, uh, what do you expect to happen? Of course, we're not going to keep these guys. Like, <sighs> can I do, say, do they also though? talk about those guys were three, what had losing records in three of their four years in DC too. Boom. Like, there you go. Um, and very rarely do and I, honestly I can't even name a time where they fire the head coach just to promote the offensive coordinator. I, I can name one time actually. Uh Tampa Bay. They fired Lovey Smith to bring up their offensive coordinator because they didn't want him to go anywhere. That's the one time I can name right. that right. they promoted someone within the system yeah. and let go of the head coach. Yeah. So yeah. for it's like in irrelevant for people to even throw that meme out there guys like it doesn't happen it really doesn't it's more likely for them to let go of all their assistant coaches offensive coordinators everything right. like that than the than the let go of the head coach yeah yeah, yeah. he's asking byron leftwich he I don't think the head coach he better yeah, be I mean, coach yeah. after this. Yeah, this what about season. him? I, but but not us. We we no. can't. We're not going to get him as head no, coach, and he's not going to come to us as coordinator. Oh, right? No. Yeah, yeah. No, he needs to be head coach. Yeah, no. he needs to be head coach. We're not. Oh, I thought him. he was talking about what the scenario I brought up. I was like, what? Uh, oh, oh, is that no? What is no, it? no. Okay. He hasn't. Yeah. He's never been a head coach. Uh, but That's what I thought. Yeah. I think he'll be the next coach of uh, Jacksonville. I yeah. think that uh, that's my opinion. It, it'd be a nice turnaround story. It would be. Right. Mm-hmm. It was a good fit because he played there, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. There. yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think that'd be a great, a great fit. And, hey, for, hey if we're all, if we're all, if all hearts and minds are good, we can go into the part that, uh, that has literally been giving us an aneurysm. Give me a second, Sean. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. It wasn't. No. 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 Um, Byron Leftwich has never been um, a Who head coach. Took over. Who was? I, I see. I know what you're saying. Love it was an Smith. older white gentleman. I don't. I don't recall it. But he was supposed to be like this offensive uh, guru kind of thing. And uh, they like Tampa Bay just did not want to let him go. He was supposed to be the truth. And I don't even think he lasted three seasons, guys. Yeah, I, I, it's it's escaping me. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But uh, huh. Byron left was just like maybe this year or last year. Last year became, was the offensive coordinator that yeah. he just got that. I think uh, the only time I can remember is the the St. Louis Rams. Dick Vermeil retired so that Mike Martz could take over as head coach because there was clamoring that he was going to go somewhere else and they wanted him to take over that uh greatest uh greatest show on turf um hmm. and then i think dick vermeil came back with the chiefs didn't he like a couple years later i can't remember I, if he did i can't anything. remember I can't, that i can't remember back, that. Me. i yeah. think he i think he did yeah because he had trent yeah. green in them right i think i think and maybe Priest he Holmes? did come back 
Was that before? Yeah, it was one yeah. of those times. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, no. So that's and, and Nate, if you can, if you can look that up and figure out who was the coach that took over. But Leftwich did not get promoted up to coach. He's still the. Uh, he's just coordinator. now getting his chance. Yeah, he's right, right. So and there's a bunch of names out there, and that's definitely something we'll address over the offseason, but not coming mm-hmm. to us, um, but just in general. But look, guys, there is one absolutely glaring hole that affects everything that we've discussed uh affects our receivers our running game o-line everything and it is our quarterback and the and the question that everybody has been asking all year all off season what do we do at qb will i'm coming to you first taylor kyle allen i think kyle Shermer. I think those are the three guys that are still on the roster. I got what do we got to do, man? I got a fun story for you. Let's go. So it's, it's probably good that this never got put on record. Um, after the Raiders game, after the Raiders win, we're 6-6. Six and six, I, I don't think we had a show. I don't think we did yeah. because that's good. Because I was prepared <laughs> to say, here's what we need to do. Five years – $75 million to Taylor Heineke, lock him no. up and let him no. go. Because I said, I go, if, if he can lead this team, he's progressing. We've won four in a row. And I said, you get a starting quarterback at $15 million a year. That's a bargain. It is. It so, is. I'm glad that didn't get put on record. <laughs> because I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we sign Taylor Heineke to a five-year contract. I'd love to give him a total of $10 million in those five years because Taylor Heineke is, is an exceptional backup. And if a, if a quarterback goes out for a couple games, he's going, he can keep things, maybe not afloat the same way, but he can, he, you know, you're not going to have a sinking ship with him. And I'd love to have, have Heineke on the team remaining as our backup. We got a chance to see that he is our backup. Yeah. So quarterback wise, I, I think I've said this, Many times I have, I get so dang scared when it comes to drafting quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I just like every, every time we're not having to do it, I'm always so relieved at the draft. I'm like, Oh man, we're going after a linebacker. Here we go. You know, <laughs> and not having to worry about the, uh, the, the quarterback, you know, cha-cha-cha that happens, you know, through all that. But I'm excited this off season. I'm excited to see where we go. Um, because we're, go- we're, we're doing something. They know it. I mean, Ron has said it enough publicly um, that he's like, it's time. It's year three. We got to get this solved. You know, um, that, that they're going to make a move. And, and I, we don't know what that move is going to be, obviously. But they're, they're going to do something. And, and I'll only say this. If you're changing the team name, and you are building this new brand, this new identity, week one, are you going to roll out Mitchell Trubisky as your starting quarterback on week one? Uh Or, I don't know, name name another free agent, uh, you know, Teddy Bridgewater. Winston. James Winston. Like, you know, are you going to roll out one of these guys and excite your fan? Is, are, is any fan going to have an eggplant emoji when Mitchell Trubisky gets named starting quarterback in week one? 
Not one Mr. I've, I've been waiting all week to see you. Were the last I've been waiting 24 hours. <laughs> Let's go. I knew Let's he go. was. <laughs> he set that one up. Hold up, hold up, Nathan. Hold up, Nathan. Don't do that. Do not. Do you see what he put here? Why are you, why are you, giving, it, why are you giving it publicity? Because I want to call him out for that. I want to call him out for that. Yeah. Come yeah. on, bro. And, and so, like, so my thing is, I think we're doing something big. And mm. and I, I don't know if that's um, through a trade or if that's through the draft, you know, right now. But I, I think they're, I think they recognize we got to go for it. Um, mm. I'm nervous as to what the, the cost would be to go after some to get someone like Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson or heck, Derek Carr. I mean, I, I take all three. I, don't, I think we got to throw Watson out. There ain't no way if you're doing rebranding, are they going to let someone who's, who's um, you know, going into settlements for sexual assault with an owner yeah. who has settlements for sexual assault. <laughs> right. Like that, that, right. That can't go together. It's not going to work. No. And so, and it's like, so what would Seattle want for Russell Wilson? So much, I, I just think it's going to set us back too far. Derek Carr might be a little bit less when it comes to compensation, but I still get nervous about like how much is it going to cost for us to do that? And is that going to, it's going to make us better, but is it going to get us to the consistent part? So I, I just, I, I think we're, we're looking at, at, you know, that number 11 pick. I think is what we yeah. have. Yeah. At, at yeah. Going quarterback. Um, I'm still very, very concerned about picking at number 11. That I can I can hear all they talk about about oh this is a weaker draft class and and people aren't going to go high and I just feel like for one the value of drafting a quarterback in the first round and getting that fifth year option and having that player on a cheaper contract for one extra year is so valuable that people will reach for a quarterback will go after and get that guy um, and I just can't see teams like Detroit because Jared Goff is on his last year of his deal. Mm. Carolina, because um, their owner wants somebody. If they don't get one of these big tri- guys that's a veteran, he wants somebody. Or Denver. Those are three teams ahead of us that need quarterbacks too. I just have a hard time believing that they're going to let quarterbacks slide. And the first guy that goes is at number 11. Mm. That just surprises. Mm. That just surprises the heck out of me. Um, but that's why, I mean, I think we're going to go quarterback at, at our, the first round pick and I'm, I'm excited to hear the, the draft evaluation process and see where we go with it. So, uh, re- yo, real quick, I'm coming to you, Ab, but I, I want to ask you uh, talking about quarterback will real quick. Um, so I, I, just some of the names I'm just throwing out there and see if anyone sticks. There's Matt Corral from, uh, Ole Miss, obviously Sam Howell, my guy, um, Malik Willis has been getting a lot of attention, a lot of mock drafts. Think he's going to us. I know it's still early. Um, Desmond Ritter, and I, if there's somebody else, I, I can't remember who it is right now. Did any of those guys spark your interest or intrigue yeah. you? Or in in order for the you know, January twentieth. So this is subject to change with the Senior Bowl and the Combine and all that. My pecking order goes Kenny Pickett. Sam oh yeah, Pickett. Yep. yeah, Kenny Pickett from Pitt, Sam Howell, and then Desmond Ritter. That's where I'm yep. at right now on on January 20th. Yeah, I think we can get Malik a lot young, a lot later in the draft, or any of those other guys. To be honest, I mean, I don't think we should reach that high, um, but well, I mean, we'll see. Um, 
uh, album coming to you. Nathan said just saying a couple names. We talked about Teddy Bridgewater, uh, Jimmy G. Um, who? Are, what are you thinking? We're gonna do this off season, man. That quarterback. Okay. Um, if so, I you can, so I had an aspect to this that a lot of people just don't think. A lot of our fan base is emotional. Like we're yes. emotional from losing all the time. We're emotional from. Um, just being like honestly, let's just put it blunt bluntly. This team depresses us, y'all. And um the emotions just flood in and everything like that. Like they are willing up to give like their left nipple and their second born child in order to get something remotely close to a winning season. And to me, is that I don't I don't look at things like that. I take a step back. Um, I try to look at things in like a business sense also to me, like, so let's mention all the quarterbacks that everyone's throwing out there. Um, the trades pretty much, if we're going to trade for a quarterback that's out there, we're going to have to give up not only our first round pick this year, but probably for the next two years in order to get the quarterback in a trade. So I don't, and to me, that's not Ron's style. I don't see that happening. It's not like, honestly, and I think you, you have to pay attention to stuff like that. And 11, it's almost a top 10 pick. That's a premium pick, everybody. So that's like, to me, I don't see them just giving that up so lightly. Like everybody is um, thinking even for car, you, everyone needs to realize car is going to cost a lot too, because one potential, like, I'm sorry, potential new head coach, new GM. So honestly, they're asking, and honestly, Mariota is a, a free agent. So you're asking them to pretty much start over at quarterback. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And you think they're not going to try to uh, drain you dry? Like, nah, bro. They're coming for that pick plus like four others. Like, it's, it's, you guys need to, like, that, that's not going to happen either. So people think trades are like one sided, like, oh, we could get them for just this first round pick. No, the other team has to agree to them. Right. No, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you guys talking about? Right, just because on Madden you set it up where you get every trade, <laughs> it doesn't work like that in real life. No. <laughs> so my answer, Sean, it comes down to one A and one B. Okay, yeah. I have yeah. two two possibilities that I see this happening. First, I say we get a free agent quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I respect what you're saying, new name for our team and everything like that, and honestly. What a hell of a way to start a new franchise name by having your own like rookie quarterback just jump out there. But I kind of look at it as um, I kind of look at it as Ron is on his third year. And honestly, I'm going to just take it to like, honestly, in the perspective that a lot of people will refuse to look at it. Minority coaches do not last three years when they're losing, guys. Y'all need like honestly, it's real. It mm, the shit mm-hmm. is real. They just yeah, fired yeah. what two two coaches, like one Cully, they fired Cully, and they like 
they couldn't give that job away last year and they mm-hmm. fired this man this year. Like they like they didn't have a first and a second round pick and right. like you get what I'm saying? Like so to me it's just insane that they fired this man that basically said I'll do you guys a favor and take this job even though yeah. I know it's bullshit. Um do you think they get Flores? What's up? Uh, do you think they get Flores? I don't know. I think uh, to me, I I think it's a possibility. Like I, I know you brought that point up uh, in the show, bef- uh, in one of your other shows, but I think it's a possibility to try to keep the sign there. But at the same yeah. time, Davis Mills is doing okay. I think yes. they might be yes. okay with Davis Mills there. Yeah. The Houston so, Texans are run. They're basically New England Patriots South. And so I think you gotta look at what what someone from the Patriots organization, if it's not Brian Flores, which that those dots are a great connection. Well, go ahead, go ahead, Ev. Oh uh, well, um, who's one B? So no, I wasn't done with one A. So oh, okay, I think one A is you get a free agent, and I said this last like this is uh, similar to what I said last year. I think you get a free agent and you draft a quarterback. Um, yeah. I think that's just the way to go. You yeah. you get a free agent and to hold it down for a bit while you though um, the next quarterback is in the wing. Um, Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Brett Favre, uh, Aaron Rodgers, something right. like that. Like just let that let that young boy marinate under a quarterback that you that you respect highly. Trubinsky, I think he can take like honestly, the thing I like about Trubinsky is he can he throws the ball effort effortlessly and yes, yes. he throws it down the field. Honestly, Trubinsky, I think, got a raw deal at the same time, too. The man is actually a decent quarterback. He won yeah, he the game, guys. He got <laughs> wheels too. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we some, need that. Yeah, he won some games, guys. Like I think he can. I think he can process an offense. I think he can move through an offense. So, but and at the number 11 pick, um, we draft a quarterback. Uh, I like Corral. I do like Corral. Yeah. Um, I'd like Pickett if I didn't hear his hands were so little. Like, that kind of worries me. Like, that really worries me a lot. But I like Pickett's size. I like his size and everything like that. So, that's my 1A. 1B. We get the get top. We get, get the out of here. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Ab. Look at what Nate just said. Lamar Jackson for Chase Young and Jonathan Allen and two first round picks. Just we know you trying to get rid of him because he doesn't win the playoffs. We get it. We get it. Don't, don't, don't give it to us. Didn't even make the playoffs. See, <laughs> to me, why do we give up on quarterbacks like that? This man has the most wins. Most wins in the first what four years of his career. Hey, if he's on my team, I'm not giving up on him at all. I don't know why. You, he... you get, yeah, what you get what I'm yeah. saying? The most wins, yeah. most wins in the first four years of his career, and because he hasn't won in the playoffs, you know that doesn't. That's as long as he keeps making the playoffs, then that gives him more chances to win in the playoffs. So I, I, I just, I don't know. There you go. <laughs> Yo, who, who's your one B though? Who's your one B? One B, you wide receiver. 
you get wide receiver at number 11. Um, you get one of the top ones, one of the, like, honestly, stop playing, stop giving all these other wide receivers on our team a second chance, a third chance, fourth chance, no Cam yep. Sims, no uh, Deami Brown. No, I, I'm not even messing with none of that. Just let's already just, like, get the n- top wide receiver this year. Honestly, yeah. think think of, like, a, a like a, a cha- uh, what's his name? Um, it's not Lamar Chase. Um no, Chase Jamar. Claypool? Jamar Chase. Oh, oh no, Jamar, Jamar Chase. Yeah, Jamar yeah. Chase. Jamar Chase on the other side of Terry. And that way you can pay Terry now too. And them two, like, bro, and it's a wrap right there. It, it's yep. it's automatic wrap. So at number 11, we get um we get somebody who's like six feet, like that's like a like a um like a Cooper or like a, a, a Lamar a Jamar Chase. And then we trade back into the first round and get our quarterback at the end. That way we can get Sam Howell. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like oh, that. that. Oh, my God. I'd be going nuts. Oh, I like that. I'd be going, <laughs> I'd be going oh, I like crazy. That. I like that. You know that. Look, I'm not going to be too homer, but I, I wasn't going to be too homer. And then you got Nathan saying Carolina is Carolina. Uh, there's a very big difference between north and south. And even though what we saw what happened in the Belk Bowl, North Carolina still runs the day, okay? My my number one thing is, yeah, you, you yeah, don't show your face up, Will. North Carolina all day. You know what? <laughs> Hold up. Put your camera on for a second. I'm just going to wait on this, buddy. I just want to show you a little something that I got here. I got this little something, something. Oh, my God. <laughs> butt whooping oh. that got done in the belt bowl. Uh, Absolutely. Mac told his guys. You see that? <laughs> Done in black, baby. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. At least we'd have to play you with this coming year with Spencer Rattler. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> You're going to do something. But look, so, hey, I, I'm sticking in. Nathan, shut your mouth, man. North Carolina and South Carolina are not the same. I, I, look, I, I'm going to double down on my on my Carolina. I'm a, I, I love Mitchell Trubisky. Where did he go to? Carolina. I think he did get a raw deal, but he has shown that he can play. I think we can get him for reasonable. I think, like you guys said, you go back and you – I think we need to take 11 to get a piece, be it a, a big-time wide receiver, be it a, a, a corner or, or – a ball hawking safety or a D line. We need to get a yeah a linebacker. We need a piece. We need a piece. But I definitely, absolutely agree with trying to make some kind of move back into the top twenty five and get Sam Howell. I am I'm with it. He's a three year starter. He's been playing in a pro style offense under um um I don't want to say Mac Jones uh Mac Brown at North Carolina. I really feel like. And especially if you don't have to put him in immediately, you put in a vet that can work uh, uh, and Mitchell Trubisky that can work with us, that can, you know, give us a year or two, do what certain, certain damn vets that I, I shouted out all offseason didn't do for us. But they, they can go to Buffalo games. But we're not going to we're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, I, I definitely think you need to go and, and sure up something else at the 11th pick and then go get somebody else. Um, I've seen Pickett play. I I like him, but I still want to see him. I like him in college, but he still didn't dominate, you know, everybody. But he he did great in college. I love Sam Howell. Obviously, I've been watching him. 
Desmond Ritter, he's got he's got great confidence. He's a, he's a leader and a three year starter. I love this type of stuff. We need a veteran in college, somebody that has played and that has is going to be able to come in and just take advice, learn, learn how to be an NFL player, and 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 at the same time learning how to be an NFL quarterback. We can't. We don't need somebody that we're just going to throw in the fire because I think we still need a lot of other things that we need to address. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm definitely going to double down on my on my Tar Heels. Trubisky, I think, is a good good move. Um, but I wouldn't mind a car. I wouldn't mind you know Mariota or something this. But I want Howell. I want Howell, and I want him to be able to sit back. Let's sit there and build up. And I know we don't have a lot of years on all the defensive guys are getting older. But I want Howell to be able to come in there and potentially come in. And, and, and that's it. I'm doubling down on, on, on my Carolina quarterbacks and my Carolina players. All right. If it doesn't work this year, I'm through. You heard it here right. first, ladies and gentlemen. I'll say this. <laughs> I don't care who they bring in as a, as the veteran stopgap quarterback. If yeah. you get a Jamison Williams or the dude from Ohio State at 11, yes, and then you it. trade in and get a, and get a, uh, a, a quarterback like y'all are talking about, Start with you want on week one, yes. in my opinion, because you've set yourself up for so much excitement moving forward. I mean, that would be that what you all have described to me is the absolute dream scenario. And I hope, I mean, I would hope that our, our you know our coaches are looking at like our front office is like this is this is the route we need to we need to go. That would be that'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the the smartest way, Will. I really do. Like it's very similar to what we did with. Uh, uh, sweat with sweat we traded back into the first round to go get them and yeah. honestly that's just the way you're supposed that's that's how you, you can w- you win the draft that way you know what i'm saying yeah. like f-, f the rest of the draft like that's that's how you win and uh just to bring up another point will is that um you said that uh detroit uh and denver and carolina ahead mm-hmm. of us to draft a quarterback. Um I Detroit still has another a second pick in the first round. They have the Rams pick towards the end. So they could pick up a quarterback then. So it it's not dire. I think they're getting two. I think you yeah, need to value at number two for Detroit. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Sean. I said, yeah, I was, I was to your point. I think they're going to get um, the Michigan defensive end, Aiden Hutchinson, Detroit at number two. Um, so I think you're right. I think they're still they're going to push wait till the second pick to get uh, quarterback. And um, I think Denver's the real true worrisome yes. right there of yeah. picking up yeah. a quarterback though. Uh, Carolina's still suspect because Sam uh, Darnold's still on his fifth year option. So um, you're paying a premium price to have him stick around for a year. Mm-hmm. Why not play him? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially in a weak class. And they got a top 10 pick. I think top 10 picks, it's a home run. You have to have a home run. So yeah. why chance it when you already have a serviceable quarterback? You get I, yeah, I like it. I can't. I just can't see it just right there talking about like Deborah. I can't see them passing. I was shocked they they passed on the quarterback last year and they went uh they went with the the cornerback uh yeah. Patrick Sertan. Sertan. Uh, yeah, yeah it, it, because Drew Lock ain't doing it. He sucks. He throws so yeah. many dang picks out there and they they hate him. 
Um, it's just like I just I can't see them them passing on them. And living down here, the the owner of the of the Panthers, he's invested so much money. He's created a new headquarters that's going to be in South Carolina, right over the border, and and he's doing all kinds of things. And like he just keeps talking about. I mean, he is so desperate for for that that marquee guy. I mean, I think they're going to look to do the uh, like the Sean trade. Like I, I think that you know, and I'm hoping that that happens yeah. because I'm not gonna lie. I'm scared to death. I'm terrified that Philly's going to make a move for Deshaun yeah. Watson because they have two yeah. first-round picks. And it's three. like if you're Houston, they have three? Three. Shoot. Well, if you're Houston, oh why wouldn't you yes. take two of those this year and one next year and say, have it, you know? Right. I mean, how well could you, you know, turn your franchise around um, with that? I, I did not know about uh, Detroit having two first rounds. That's a great point. I just think, like, if Jared Goff's on his last year of your contract, then, like, is that what you want to be building around? You know, right. I just I, – I let, let me ask you about New York, though. New York also has two draft picks in the first ten. Do they go anywhere, QB? Because they got they, – they, um, judges out and the GM retired. So, they're obviously yeah. going to – they're bringing in new GMs and obviously a new coach. Do you think he comes in there and tries to bring in his guy? I guess. Anybody. Oh, I honestly, I think they might pull the uh, pull it. I think they might. Um, they haven't signed the fifth year option on uh, Daniel Jones yet. So, and then um, he's coming off a of, uh, season ending injury. So it it just makes too much sense to. And then you you hope you never get a top five pick, top five, top ten pick. But when you do and you need a quarterback, uh, you sometimes that's when you have to you have to pull the trigger. And this is I think this is the time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think they should um, if, if the you know, whoever the Giants bring in, if, if they're smart, like you said, you're sitting there in the, and you've got two. I think the Giants pick like fifth and seventh. You know, yeah. you have you have the Giants have the chance to do exactly what we're talking about here. They could go quarterback, wide receiver, and set themselves up like crazy. Um, I I think they picked up the option for Daniel Jones, or and it's like one of those things with, with Daniel Jones. I don't think he's all that good, but as a, as a franchise, like sort of like the same situation as um, Sam Darnold is like you got to give him one more chance with like a a better team. I mean, because he's had some he's had some terrible offensive lines you know, yeah. to really beat him up. But if I was a Giants fan, I, you know, I wouldn't be sold on Daniel Jones at all. Yeah. Well, this year, they, I think this was, was uh, their prove it year for him. I thought um, like, this is where they gave him everything pretty much. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. they went out and got him that wide receiver. They drafted the wide receiver mm-hmm. in the first round, you know, uh, yep. they got uh, yep. Andrew Thomas. Like it was, it was like, they, they did everything for this man and it just still didn't produce to anything. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think it's, and- I think it was messed up when they, uh, they got judge as their head coach, Joe judge, like who- great, great choice. <laughs> yeah. Why, why get a special teams coach as your head coach? I just don't understand <laughs> it. <laughs> That's right. Yes. And, and can we can we uh can we tell everybody what place they finished in in the NFC East? Ass last. Dead last. <laughs> and they want and want to talk about us and have talk about oh how we're fighting on the sideline. At least we can play our players. 
that's neither here nor there. <laughs> he, he's Look. not wrong for calling us a clown organization because we are a clown organization. But he needs to look in the mirror because he ha- he yes. was running a clown team this year. Absolutely. All right, he ladies and gentlemen. Bravado, like for what reason? Like right. what? He went hard. Right. What? what does that give you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With four wins. What's that going to give you? Hey, you remember? Remember how hard he went last year at the Eagles? Oh, they're they're messing with the integrity of the game. They'll let Washington get in. How about you not go one in seven in your first eight starts and then have to struggle through with the league? We're spending too much time on them. I'm not doing yeah. it. Here's yeah. a team I will put a little bit of time on. I know your time is short, Will. So we have to talk about somebody that you know what? Somebody, my 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 dear, my dear, rest in peace, Mr. Denny Green. Somebody called him out. He said, "Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass." But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. We let them off the hook. Seeing how they played in this game, if you don't know who I'm talking about, let me go ahead and bring it out. The Dallas Cowboys lost. Wait, you know what? Bring the camera on. Lost. L. Can you see the L, ladies and gentlemen? They lost. Thank you. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys lost to San Francisco 49ers 23-17. I'm going to fast forward to the very end of the game. And I want to get your guys' quick opinion on how you feel. To get to the quarterback here, Prescott takes off running the football. Whoa, I don't think this is going to work out. It will. They'll be able to clock this. They were playing for it. Down, down. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the official gets in the way. The game's oh over. Gosh. The game is over. Oh, he did. That was so sweet. That was so sweet. <laughs> Will, what, what you got, man? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I lost a whole lot of respect for – I didn't have much respect for Mike McCarthy. I don't think he's all that good of a, a head coach. And um, I think he's just got a, an abundance of, of weapons. And if Dan Quinn becomes the head coach this year, I think Dallas is in for some trouble next year. But I, I lost a whole lot of respect for what him and Dak said after the game you know, there, you know, just, just kind of who they were. They, they blamed everybody but themselves, you know, when it right. comes to that game, when, you know, the Cowboys had what, 14 penalties, 14, um, Yep. you know, during Playoff the playoff tie and record, yep. you know, they played, they were getting smoked for three quarters. And then all yep. of a sudden there, the last 10 minutes, they had a chance at, at coming back there, you know? So it's like, they really need to be looking uh, intrinsically as to why are we in this situation? Um, Mike McCarthy, he sucks. So good for him. I, I like yep. the hire by Dallas um, for for our sake. So I, I was happy with that. But I, I really was disappointed in what Dak has said, and and I think his apology is bull. Yep. I think his apology is is a PR move that he got told to do, and I'm disappointed because I I do like Dak Prescott. I think he's a good quarterback. There's there's people who have really um, bashed him. I, I talk with a lot of people who bash him, and they say, you know what, he only puts up numbers you know, in what used to call garbage time or, you know, you know, he's, they just say he's not, he's not an accurate quarterback. I'm like, I, I think he's great. I would love to have him on our team. I think he's a leader on the, on a team um, and, and someone to have. And for him to come out there and, 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 you know, support the the fans there and stuff like that, like, and then say, well, I was in the heat of the moment. Um, I think it's garbage. Um, I, I I used to officiate and, and you're told as soon as the clock hits zero, there's nothing more for you to do there. So you're gone. 
you know, and that's what you do is you sprint off the field, go watch any sporting event. That's exactly what they do when the clock hits zero, the officials run off the field and get out of there um, and, and move on with their day. And, you know, I do remember when it comes to like the my amateur TV watching here, I, I believe it's always been said 16 seconds is what is needed if you don't have any timeouts and they had 14, you know, and so it was a risky play that they ran and um, it, it wasn't ran the way it was supposed to. And they just, like I said, they didn't look at each other. They didn't look inside and say, we lost this game. Nobody took it from us. Yep. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. 14 penalties. That's a, a playoff record. A tie is a playoff record. Okay. And, and not to mention just the stupidity of some of the penalties. They have two defensive holding calls on defensive linemen holding the offensive lineman, offensive guard. And, and one of them, with uh, Randy Gregory, the play was already passed. Him. It wasn't necessary. They had the legal hands to the face that gets the drive on. But the biggest thing that I think just kind of showed just the idiot, the sure idiocracy of the Cowboys was they they run a fake punt, and I commend them on that. I, I thought it was a perfect time to call it, perfect situation. They got it. What in the hell are you thinking? Leaving the your punt team on the like who is that going to surprise? You're going to run another fake punt? Like, to me, that was the dumbest thing. And then they got the delay of game because they couldn't rush their offense on the field in time. What the hell are y'all doing? Ed, what, what, do you, what do you think of this game, man? Um, so I, I'm just going to go to uh, the last the, – the, those last series of plays and everything like that. That's where I'm coming from. Um, the game – first off, the game was uh, absolutely – you've already said it and Will said it too. Um they didn't start playing offense until the fourth quarter, guys. Like, let's yep. just be honest. Literally, yep. I mean, I think they scored a touchdown uh, within the first three quarters. But let's be honest. They really haven't started playing offense until the fourth quarter. And honestly, the 14 uh, penalties, you can't win games. You can't win playoff games with right. that 14 penalties, guys. You're so right. to me, to me uh, Will, you said it best. It's just that – they needed to look inside themselves on why they lost that game. It had nothing to do with the refs. It had nothing to do. Like, honestly, they just, they just bombed guys. They choked. And that's why it's such easy material to make fun of Dallas Cowboys and their fans. <laughs> like, yes. it, it just is so easy to do that. Cause they get so hype, so hype, but they choke when it comes under the pressure. Honestly, they got to cry back at us. Like, well, at least we made the playoffs. Like, that's supposed to hurt me? That's the right. best you got? <laughs> I'm, I'm, more, I'm laughing right now. <laughs> I think, to me, I think it was offensive coordinator uh, um, Kellen Moore against uh, whoever their defensive coordinator was. I think he set them up for that play. He, uh, if you guys paid attention to the first few plays before that, they were all playing soft coverage and towards the middle of the field. They were like almost in the box pretty much. And then Dallas uh, threw the ball to the sidelines like two, three times to yep. get first downs. And then all of a sudden when it got down to like 15 seconds, that's when all the secondary started going towards the sidelines. Yeah. So they Dallas inside. Yep. Yep. And then, and then that they they called that one play. One, 
honestly, that just shows Kellen Moore has more to learn. Honestly, he's a great offensive mind. He's shown it all year. He showed it all that. Honestly, even with little that they had last year, you could see it then too. But if you don't know the rules, you don't know the game. You don't know how to win the game. And honestly, I teach my kids that all the time. Uh, I t- I, like when I uh, te- when I used to uh, coach wrestling, I said I wasn't the best wrestler. I was not the best wrestler. I'll tell anybody that all day, every day. But I was one of the smartest ones. And I tell you that I won. I won matches just because I knew the rules, and they didn't know enough of the rules. So, mm-hmm. like it's just, and I and I'm I'm able to win matches, and I, I went on I went on my feet. You know what I'm saying? They couldn't win on their feet in this game, guys, and it showed. They they didn't know enough of the rules. They got and honestly. Honestly, 49ers was playing chess while Dallas was playing checkers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Look, look, 49ers, they knew what they needed to do. And I think anything, everything that we needed to see came on that very first drive. That very first drive for San Francisco, they went right down the field. Debo had some plays. Juwan uh, Johnson had some receptions. They were moving down the field effortlessly. They scored a touchdown. And at that point, I'm like, who? Who? This ain't that Dallas defense that, you know, put up 56 and dominated us. And I told Janae, I tried to tell her that the team that you played when you played Washington or the teams that you played in the NFC East are not going to be like these teams that are in the playoffs. And that's the – of all the teams, I don't say they're the least dangerous, but I, I think they're – you know, everybody else, we know about everybody else's firepower. But San Francisco had a game plan. They knew what they were doing. And, look, they took the points. You know, we, we're all about, you know, analytics. Shanahan's one of those type of guys that, you know, let's see on fourth down. Let's see. He got the field goals and necessary because he knew all he needed to do, just get the points on the board. This game almost to me felt like the Denver game where Dallas offense just just putrid that first half, like the first three quarters. Then all of a sudden they start coming back at the end and everybody's like, oh, wow, oh, look at them. No, it shouldn't even been a game. It, it really should not have because if you even look at that one play on fourth down where, where Debo, they ran like the little reverse and they had, and then they respotted it after the first down, they could have easily ended it right there, but they continued to give Dallas a shot. Dallas does what Dallas does and, and choke. They can't win in the playoffs. Dak looking all sorts of funny. Jerry Jones. I'm glad they lost. Absolutely. And I'm so glad if you have not seen it, let's talk football. Uh, I had a, a nice little monologue on time uh, that I, I uh, bestowed upon my dear Janae Struther. <laughs> and she had to great. sit there the entire time and listen. Sean, Sean, <laughs> real quick. Sean, real quick. Yeah. Uh, Will, you got um, you got uh, feeding time. You know, saying I know mm-hmm. how important that is to keep a schedule. You want to chime in on your uh, real quick on your fantasy football victory? (laughs) You know it. (laughs) I mean, I feel good about it. You know, I made a couple moves at the end that that helped me just kind of float on through. And I relied on a couple guys (laughs) like Joe Burrow going off in the end of the season. Yeah. And Debo Samuel going off every week. And, you know, and then, and then Antonio Gibson helping me, but, but, I, you know, of course I win it the year and we have no money in this. 
Like, <laughs> right, right. I, got, I got a moral trophy, you know? So I'm like, yeah, great, I won, but who cares? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> <laughs> No, absolutely. Nathan, 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 Nathan. Nathan. <laughs> wow, true, Nathan, number one yep. pick, and he won. Got the but w. What and happened to my number to w- one overall pick? That's right. right. He got, got, got hurt twice. He, he got, got hurt twice. twice. Yep. Got, he was he was <laughs> terrible, and I and I even said it before the that pick. I'm like. I don't know about this. I'm nervous about this. I don't know if this is going to work. And then and I'm like, ugh. But uh, yeah. No, I've got a proposal, uh, Kamish. Yeah, so my, my, my proposal is, is we have a very small monetary uh, fund there, 2 to $5 a person. I'm with it. And the winner, since we're all big football fans, gets a small cash prize with the idea that they have to then go buy themselves some memorabilia for their team. Ooh, memorabilia like for that team. What their for their team? Like their you get, like, yeah, they they walk away with like at the most because you know, we have eight people. If we had two more, we do two dollars a person. You get twenty dollars. Go get yourself a shirt for your team. Congratulations! I like that. I like, that. I like it, and, but I, I'd come up on the funds a little bit. But yeah, yeah. I will find out. Right. Yeah, we can do that. I'm just saying, I'm trying to just just get a little, like, put a little bit of of, of squeeze behind it. We we got a whole season to think about it. So uh, we can definitely come up with something, Will. And and let me propose this as well. Uh, I think there also should be uh, something for the loser that they got to wear or they got (laughs) to. So, Um, you know, so then we're going to (laughs) play. I will. I mean, have you guys seen the uh was it the was it the, the league? Fantasy? The league, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Sacco. <laughs> the Sacco <Yeah>. Award. <laughs> so uh, some friends a friend of mine, they have a great idea. So the the winner of the league gets to name last place team for next year. Ooh. Okay. That's kind of fun. Now they're all good buddies, so they can go, you know, trashing someone with whatever their history is and stuff. But like, yeah, it's just kind of yeah. So we got to oh, come like up that. with something. We got oh, yeah. we got a whole a whole like eight months to figure it out. Right. I, I did I did have something though though Ab that I would propose because I was freaking out on week eighteen that I had to come up with a roster on week eighteen when all these guys are sitting out. And I'm like, I mean, I'm, if you would have seen the guys I dropped, this is why I can't be a keeper league because the guy I'm dropping, Joe Burrow. I'm dropping who, uh, who else? I don't know who else is my quarterback. I'm dropping all these guys because I just, I just need somebody to play quarterback. I don't even know who I put out, put in out there last year. I can't remember on week 18. Uh, Taylor Heineke. Oh, Let's yeah, go. he was terrible. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. He's balling. This is his last game of the starter. He's getting a touchdown. Well, hey, hey, he had a touchdown. Cam Sims dropped it. So, you know, that's all I'm saying. He needs to learn how to to catch high balls, dang it. (laughs) I cannot wait. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Ab, are are we good? Do you want to go back to the Dallas game? Yeah, we can talk. We can keep going. All right, bet. All right, well, hey. Two two, I think we need to get on and talk about the new name. 
I agree. I agree. The name, the new uniform, the new logos, everything. I think I think we need to try and if we can, we can, we can schedule and then and then obviously uh, we can talk off season and really do some deep dives into this into offense, into defense, into everything. I'm I'm ready to dissect this team. All I right. love it. I All love right. it. There we go. We'll see you, Will. Yes, sir. All right. Take care, buddy. Okay, man. Y'all too. Yes, sir. And, hey, and Nathan, yes, we got to link up about Maryland. I'll get oh, I like that. Oh, I, I can't wait to see that. Right. Hey, we're hey, Will. I hope you still follow still follow college basketball because I, I got I got a uh, I got something we I'm I'm trying to put together. I do, but I'm not following. I'm, I'm giving up this year because Maryland can't even beat the JV Hornets right now. Oh, very true. Very true. Yeah. Come on, could right. be a could be a Tar Heel. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> look at look. look. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. See that? See that? Hold up. Hold up. Will removed. There we go. <laughs> no, no. If there's anything more embarrassing that, than Maryland basketball this year, it's this basketball. No. My God. no. Frank Martin, man. <laughs> it, it's rough. All right. I'm going to head out of here. All right, All right man. All right. See, see you, Will. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, got to go back to this Cowboys game before we do. You know, there's somebody that is such a diehard Cowboys fan, and they put him on TV, and it just it just made me feel so good to see him upset. Let me let me share. No words, just tears. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was beautiful. Sean, Sean, to be up front and honestly, as unbiased as unbiased can be, this was their best chance in a long You're right. time. You're right. To, to win it all, bro. It really right. was. Because honestly, um, I haven't looked at their salary cap for next year, but with all those inflated contracts that they have on their team, they are like, honestly, they might not keep a lot of their, like, not, a, I'm not saying a lot, but a few of their big players, they might not keep bro. And, yeah, they and to me, it's just that it's, um, it's not sustainable to keep all of them right now. And then, or try to even repeat with the same people. Like it's not like, possible. So like I said, this was their Best chance, and yeah. they blew it. They this was you're right, hardly blew it. You're absolutely right. This was their window. This definitely was. I mean, it may be, you know, we'll see what, what plays out in the offseason and coming into next year. Um, and God forbid some of these guys, you know, get hurt. I mean, we saw what happened to Gallup and that yep. and, and and that in that game. So, you know, this to have it the way that they had it this year. I mean, yes, they were the second most penalized team in the league, second only to the Raiders, but they were also one of the healthiest teams coming into the playoffs. You know what I mean? They had their guys. Micah, you know, Micah Parsons had uh, COVID coming into the last week, but he was able to play, and he still was able to get in there. I don't think he 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 looked he a little that, off, and that yeah, right. he wasn't that right. disruptive like he was all year. Exactly, and that I think showed up in those first. You know, definitely in that first half, 
Um, I think a couple of those guys, you know, put it together a little bit in the second half, but he was, he was a shell of himself and it showed, it showed, man, you know, Hey, like we say, ladies and gentlemen, COVID is no joke. You know, we cannot expect these guys to come back after, because if you saw him in those last four games, you know, we saw him twice. He, I mean, him by himself was a man amongst boys. He was dominant. And you saw him in that game against San Francisco. <sighs> he didn't look great. I'm not, I mean, you know, I'm not being rude to him, but he just did not look great. And, and I think it was because he wasn't 100% healthy. And you pair no. that with Zeke. Okay, good. No, I, I just, to me, I, I'm not trying to, I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, but no, it's, I just, I don't think you can take away from the uh, 49ers offense. True. Like, you, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, I'm so, yeah, their offense. And then we, me, you and I know what a genius Kyle Shanahan is. And right. honestly, like, it's, you heard me talk about knowing the rules of the game. Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan knows the rules. Honestly, he could probably be a referee. He knows the rules so damn well. Like right. the man is a genius. And I know we talked about uh nepotism before. And like, mm. yeah, granted, he is um the son of one one of the best head coaches uh ever in in our yeah. league. But the man knows his job. Like exactly. there's, there's, you cannot take anything away from this man and how he calls plays. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. You're, I mean, he, like you said, and I think you hit the nail on the head that they play, they were playing chess. The Cowboys playing checkers. Even some, even to that last, uh, with the like little reverse they ran on the fourth down that almost got the first down. That was genius. I never would have called that. But the timing of when it worked, the flow of the defense, he knew what he had. And then who do you go to? You go to your best player, Debo Samuel. And he does, I mean, all intents and purposes, he does everything in his power. And, you know, it's, it's a left foot, right foot thing to where it got spotted. I obviously, I know he was down, or they said he was down. Um, but, I mean, that is genius, playing it right. And I think the other part, to your point, was that he went against what everybody knows him for. They know him for his analytics. They know him for knowing when to go fourth down, knowing when to get go for two, those things. He went and got the points. He, if it meant getting a field goal, he went and did what the necessary thing to do and getting the points. And I think that, I mean, that's a testament to, to his coaching prowess. And, and, you know, they're dangerous. I mean, if they, if they got everything healthy, everybody healthy, those guys on Bosa and uh, Turner, I'm interested to see if, how how they come into this week. But they're dangerous. Yeah, like um, you in in the playoffs, especially when the other team is like struggling to play, uh, do any offense. Yeah, like you know, the biggest point is to make those points. Yeah, do you want seven points? Yeah, uh, you obviously want seven points, but um, those three points start to build up start to build up and honestly every time you score every time you score you change up that other team's offense just a little bit more right and that's and that's what and that's what he did he did a great job of that yeah and 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 you know also knowing your personnel you know what i mean the fact that the fact that you know your running game you know what you have on offense but the defense was playing lights out we talk about the Dallas defense all year. San Francisco's defense in this game, Nick Bosa, 
You know what I mean? Those Turner, like you, you mentioned, I, I, I wasn't even aware of Turner coming into number 54. I wasn't even aware. Oh, no, that's Turner. Warner, right? Warner. Yeah, Warner. I wasn't even aware of Warner coming into the season. But ever since, I remember I w- it was on this show. You were you were talking to me about him. I, I started paying attention. Man, this man's a baller. Yeah, this man, man can play. And to think that once the both of them got out is when Dallas's offense started to kind of come alive. He knew his personnel, Shanahan. Shanahan knew who he had. He knew he does. It wasn't you know imperative. I get touchdowns. Let me get the points and move on. Hey, everybody saw what they shared on Let's Talk Football about you know us having all three of those guys. Look, he in the right position, all three of them, Lafleur, uh, Shanahan, and McVay in the right position. If you give them the right time, things could work out, man. And, and I'm glad he was able to show it, and especially glad he's able to show it against Dallas. F Dallas, <laughs> completely F Dallas, man. Let's go, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm not gonna lie, Ab, and I know you can agree with me on this. There was no sweeter joy than once once that hit zero, going into my phone book and just looking up every single number. <laughs> and you know, I started with Janae. Janae, hello. Oh, you picked up. Okay, great. <laughs> She wasn't. She wasn't uh, active on the page at all, bro. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Not one bit. I had to send out that. Are you okay? Is it, is it all right today? <laughs> I was beautiful. But you know, yeah. like one thing about that offense too. Like even if, even though they ran that that play down the middle. He could have downed it earlier, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like five exactly. yards short. But, like, you know, to me, a good coach, good head coach, good offensive coordinator would say, hey, you only have 14 seconds. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or even, even give them the heads up, hey, you got to give it to the ref before you down yes. this ball in order for us to go on to spike it in the next play. Like yep. none of that happened. None of mm-hmm. that happened. Mm-mm. And and that's the thing. And actually, matter of fact, let me go back to there was a comment uh, Nathan said, and shout out to you, Nathan, for watching us and continuing to be on here. He said, shouldn't Dak shouldn't shouldn't have Dak called a play at the line? No, I mean he didn't have the time to. I mean the play that they ran, like you said, Ab. If he goes and runs and gets right down within like five, maybe six, seven yards. He would have had the time to get up there, but the whole the whole purpose of it was to get a couple yards in the middle, get a e- easier shot at a hail mary. But or that's, or or uh, and let me say this: get the yeah. first down, get the first yeah. down, so you're able to like uh, down it exactly, and then throw the hail mary. That's that's the sequence of plays that should have happened. Right, right, and and honestly. You know, from from our standpoint, and again, we showed you the play. Mar- it looked like it looked like there was a point when Dak forgot the, the time on the clock, or maybe he thought he could run for it for a touch. I, I, I there's a certain point where it's kind of like, why are you still running? And then he's like, oh, oh yeah, I got to get down. You know no, what I mean? I I'm trying to tell you, I really think Dak saw thought he could take it down. Like he could probably run it out. 
But yeah. set it up to being like, hey, no, you can't, boy. <laughs> right, you cannot do this. Like I think right. they set it, set the field up to to trick him into thinking that he could do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. they did that. They had it. It was um, I was watching uh, who was it? Uh, Speak for yourself. I think it was like Emmanuel Acho, and and it was no, no, it was, it was Wiley, and it was D'Amico Ryan's was the defensive coordinator, and he said the what they called was like a picket fence. You have guys on the sidelines, you have guys deep, but you open up the middle of the field because you know what what and what they did in the first three, four plays of the drive. Sidelines, sidelines, sidelines. So then, now, okay, we're not going to give you the sidelines. You can have the middle if you want to, but yeah. you're going to have to you're going to have to get down. I, mean, I thought it was a perfect play call. It was. It, it really yeah. was. And um, I, I said that earlier in the show, Sean, like that's yep. That's exactly what happened, and they they tricked him into the middle of the field. Yep, yep, yep. Mediocre is right, but hey, man, look, they. You know what? You know, this is what we were saying all season, Ab. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. They are who we thought they were. You want to crown them? Go ahead and crown them. We told you they sucked. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Yo, oh, man, I could talk about Dallas losing all day long. Mm. Mm. A big props so to Janae. Yeah. Let me say this out loud. Like, <laughs> uh, big props to Janae for coming on the show after that loss, like taking the beating. Yeah, and honestly, listening to Sean's like the best commentator, uh, comment, <laughs> commentary Sean has done ever. Like, he he took a Red Bull to the head before, man. like, my man, definitely for sure. No. Like, he studied, like, I mean, he was not about to fail this test. And no. I'm trying to tell you, Janae took it on the chin, boy. And honestly, big ups to her. Like she's a good sport. Good job, Janae. Good job. Right. Honestly, you still didn't answer me. You said, Ab Ablo, I want you on the show after right. we win. After right. we win, I want you on the show. I try to hit you back up, see if you want me back on the show. Uh-huh. You ain't say nothing. Crickets. Cricket, nothing, <laughs> nothing. And see, see, I had, I had a feeling, I had a feeling that even though when they put fifty six on us, she called every every Cowboys fan that she knew to come after me. I had a feeling she wouldn't. So you know what I did, Ab? The minute the game ended, I watched some highlights again. I had to get up on my points. I got right. the main points, and then I started watching. You know. Some of the different shows, not not you know the skip for the Stephen A. Nothing, you know the, some of the shows where it was you know they had they said you know what I have three points let me go with it. I came up with with a uh, a, a a main a main topic time because what happened they ran out of the time and mm-hmm. then it, I'm telling you from the minute the game ended to the minute the show started I'm just I'm just going through this in my head 
like, oh, oh, I'm about to get her with this one. I'm about to get her. She don't even know what's about to happen. I even gave her a shot. I said, go ahead. Go ahead. Explain to me what happened in your game. Okay? Explain. And she's like, okay. I said, are you good? Because it's coming. Here <laughs> Look, that's what I would have looked at you and said, it's about to go down. <laughs> John, she was so stuck, bro. You you kept on going, and she was so stuck. Yo, that was was what it was so worth it. That's what we do it for. She got her fun. I got my fun. Now we're both in the same boat watching these other teams in the damn playoffs take over our spots. But it's all good, though. Because honestly, and I think I think you can agree with me on this, the season is great. Absolutely. Especially if we're doing good, especially if we go to the Super Bowl. Obviously, there's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. But this is where the true fans, the, the people that actually take the time to look at every report, every number, every, you know, what's going on with this guy's person, this and that. This is when we really thrive. You know what I mean? Like, looking right. back at the season, the season was great. But... The off season for me, going into this, the speculation, the excitement, the woo hypotheticals, like yes. I yes, yes, I <laughs> I I thoroughly enjoy this. I I really do. Uh, this yep. is the best part for me. Yeah, absolutely. So hey, this is the time we're coming, ladies and hey, we're going to be doing this. This is what we're doing now. We're 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 going to be focusing on it because um, there's a lot of things that. I I agree with Will that the foundation is there. You know, we got we have some pieces. We worked out some contracts. Logan Thomas coming back next year, I think, will be huge, and that will help um, at least take a little bit of uh, pressure away from Terry McLaurin. But like you said, we have to address that wide receiver spot, and we got to address every spot. We need to make sure people know: look, we ain't as good as y'all think we are, but we can be. You know what I mean? I so I'll jump onto that. I think we yeah. need to like just like you said, like you know what I'm saying, we talked about it all show is we need to address these spots. And even if we're good at a spot, mm-hmm. we still need to address it. Why? So we can have a good backup at that spot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like cuz yep. like guys if you have a rested player playing, like, you know what I'm saying? If you have a rested player, then that's a good player right there, especially if yeah. he's your starter. Like, and honestly, then you can have a rotation. One thing that Dallas go. was good yep. about is that they rotated their defensive line and they didn't miss a beat. They didn't yep. miss one beat because they had a fresh line. And honestly, each and every person on that rotation was legit. Yep. And honestly, that's what and honestly, that's what you should strive for. Every team should strive for that. And yep. that's what needs to happen. I think that's where we need to go. And to me, and to be honest, that's how our offensive line was. Our offensive yep. line was like that. Like we had a rotation of players that were able, to, and that's why we were one of the best in the league. We can right. rotate our players like seamless uh seem uh yeah. Seems, you guys seems, get what I mean. You can do yeah. it really, really well. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. Healthy bodies on the field. That I mean, that's what we need. Depth. Let's get depth. 
And to your point, man, I think that you you literally hit the nail on the head with it. We nobody can be comfortable. We need to foster a a, a, a culture where everybody is is giving you a hundred percent, and the only way you you are given that most most times is if you don't trust that your job is is set in stone, you know, or safe, right? So we need to, to hey, everybody's got a shot. Everybody can get it. if you're playing the best. Put you in the daggone game, and then that's going to stop us from having these random people come in, and they're just not—they're not good. Or trying to start our injured guy because we don't have anybody else. You know, that's we need. Yeah, depth. Let's start there. Let's start there. But before we start there, let's get the new name. So February second, twenty twenty-two, two weeks away, we will be getting together. For the new release of the Washington team name, football team, Redskins, whatever we're going to be called, Rolls Red, woo, whatever we're going to be called, we're going to have to get the new name finally. Then we can start complaining about it or saying we like it or whatever what have you, but we're still rooting for them. You know how we get. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's get it. Let's get it. So, yo, hey, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. We are so glad that you were here watching us, uh, Nathan, and, <laughs> and anybody else that might have definitely tuned in. We appreciate you. We know y'all appreciate us, and, and that's why you keep coming back. So, hey, we're going to keep bringing you this good content, talking about the team that we love and hating the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. So, hey, you know who it is. It's your boy, Mr. Sean Spencer. And you see who it is over here. My guy, Mr. Abzo. Big time. And we can't forget Mr. Daddy. The uh 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 daddy did the second son, Mr. Uh Will Kramer. I was gonna call him Mr. South Carolina, but I don't want to talk about South Carolina right now. So there we go. <laughs> this was a good show. Appreciate you, Nathan. Appreciate Absolutely you. Nathan. Appreciate you. Even though all you keep talking about, where is it? Is uh Baltimore Elite coming in third place? All right, nobody want to hear about that, right, Nathan. If somebody came in fifth, I don't want to hear about your third place. Come back next year. We gonna see what you got. All right, let's go. No <laughs> yo. So we will definitely be with you guys in the coming weeks. Definitely, uh, we appreciate you and cannot wait to see you. And we're gonna we're gonna send you guys out. Since we're 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 so happy and full of joy, we're gonna send you guys out with somebody that's not that happy. Peace, ladies and gentlemen. See you next time. Hello, everybody. Hey, what's going on, guys? I am Janae Strather. I'm Sean Spencer. Back. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I gotta go out and let. Hold up. Come on. The line. The line. The line. The line. The line. Alright, 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 I am Janae Struthers. I am Sean Spencer.